0: We're back, episode fifty-one, the CFW, aka Cody Fucking Ware, episode of the Land Coin podcast. And uh we got our May Man Roars, who shouldn't have internet issues tonight. He's on Wi-Fi, baby. Come on. And uh I'm gonna let our guest introduce himself. We got Rob. That's what I know him by. And uh he's a man of many talents and many words. How are we doing tonight, buddy?
1: Good guys. Uh Rob CWV on the Twitters and on most most socials and uh, for me, you get a steady die out of NASCAR, uh, West Virginia politics, and all sorts of other things that don't really make any sense or help anybody. But uh, no, I'm um, NASCAR, man, I fell into this thing when a lot of people did. We all got stuck in our houses three years ago. And I remember I used to be like a fan, was super into this thing you know, in the early 90s. remember like 92 Atlanta is like the Keystone and when I was in high school, you know, because I'm really old, way older than you guys, I think. And I never really lost track, but kind of stopped paying attention some between like, you know, 06 and 16. But I started watching races again in 20, really seriously, and started seeing that I thought I had an advantage. And they rolled out uh, gambling into the phones uh, in West Virginia, where I live, in 2020. So we had some choices there. And I started keeping good track of things. And I've made money, you know, 20, 21, 22. Found some guys, started distributing over a Discord a couple years ago with them. And now I've kind of fallen in with Philly Godfather and those guys who do all the all the other sports as kind of their NASCAR guy right now. So we'll, we'll see what we're doing next year, probably move more of it back behind a paywall. But right now, a lot of our stuff's just kind of out there in space and trying to help people. You know, we do a video every week at Follow the Action with Philly Godfather, and that's basically a lot of even plays, a lot of plays around even money. Uh, and then obviously, you know, we have, we have the bigger stuff, the outrights and the top tens and all the other, other things around the edges. But big picture, I try to come out and give people two to five really, really good best bets every week, and uh, we're killing it this season.
0: Let's do it, Rob. At Rob CWV on most socials. Uh, You'll see him active on Twitter, replying to people, giving his two cents. Uh, Roars, how are we doing tonight, kid? You got your hat back. Or no, that's the the skybox. Skybox. He lost his fucking laying coin hat. Are you shitting me? No,
2: I didn't lose it. It's in the back of the car that I left it in playing golf that day. And I just (laughs) haven't went to go retrieve it. I'm sure it's still there. It's with a reliable person. But uh, how close are you to Charlestown, to Hollywood Casino? I'm I'm not. That's literally
1: the other end of the state. That's 300 miles, about a four, four and a half, five hour drive. I'm over on the Ohio border. I'm around Parkersburg. Uh, but the cool thing is Ohio rolled out online phone phone gaming earlier this year. So the thing I bring to you guys, maybe more than anything, I have this talk with Worm and a lot of you other guys in shows, I basically have 21, 22 books plus the offshores. So I can shop for more lines than almost anybody, and I know you guys are in love with three sixty five right now. I am yeah. as well. They rolled out in high; I've done a great job. And what I've been doing, obviously, handing out a lot of what I consider even or close to even plays. The top fives right now at Bet Rivers and Parks are on fire. So almost everything I'm spinning to people, unless it's like an offshore mistake, mistake line, has been literally uh, Parks, Bet Rivers, and three sixty five mostly over the last month or so. How does so- they sound like?
0: I have no idea who does he sound like. I'd
1: love to know.
2: You sound just like me talking about them top five. <laughs> I, I I love it and, and the
1: numbers and the numbers have been good this year. I mean, yes. it's, been, it's
2: been pretty predictable. And as long as you keep throwing
1: me plus money at least till this week on on Hamlin every week, that's almost always an auto hammer. Same thing with Austin Hill. I'm I'm you know, repeating the other show we were listening to twenty minutes ago. But that's the only thing that worries me is when we all share the brain too much. We all converge on the same mm. good ideas. We all fall yeah. into these patterns, and part of it's math, and part of it's following the leader. Like last week, <laughs> I was six and two on matchups between the two big series, where the two bad ones were where I followed the guys from the other radio show onto Eric Jones and crapping on him, dumb. And here we <laughs> are. But, <laughs> hey, yeah, that, we, listen, we need to kick out new ideas more often and sell them to each other, and takes takes more chances,
2: I guess. Yeah, well, that's I what agree. Mark's oh. like. We're not going with the top five, Kyle Larson this week, and I'm like, it's not plus money. I was like I'm waiting for plus money. I was like if it turns into plus money then we play Kyle Larson top 5. Yeah, it was, Most it, top was it was real series.
1: close. Uh, open even, open 100 bet rivers. And that's the other thing. I, I mean, I track lines like crazy. I watch it like the stock market. I used to trade futures on my computer like some sort of day trading. And I'm going to tell you where it opened, where it closed. To me, it's the movement that matters more. I frankly, in a lot of cases, don't care about the driver. Like, sure, it's it's eye test, but it's like the whole baseball thing. You have Moneyball, but you also have the Braves and the greatest scouts in the world. And you got to make sure it passes both tests, the eye test and the math test. So just watch these lines and watch the movement and understand that you know, Circa and, and, and Westgate are probably setting you the limits, like where the lines are going. So how do you get value when the other people have to move to those lines?
0: So I want to ask you at this point in the week, we record on Wednesdays. uh, And I, I've, I haven't asked this question in a a long while because we really haven't had any new guests on. So this would be good. You're a wealth of information. So this point in the week, it's Wednesday. uh, We've seen some line movement already lines dropped Monday night, early Tuesday, what, what's your process going into a race weekend?
1: Well, I, I go in and the ones who usually open first in my market here are Superbook and, and Caesar was this week. And I go in and literally write down the list of drivers on the left and all the lines, but across you know all the major books that are different as they come in over the course of the week. So I can see where they opened or where I got them first and see if there's any, any movement there. And you talk about, obviously, things that have moved this week. You know, this sheet's got right now Superbook, Caesar. DK Barstool, MGM, Bet Rivers, and 365, but that covers most of them. Most other books are not too dissimilar from those outside of circa, which won't open until you know later in the week, that sort of thing. And we don't have access to yet; they'll be in Kentucky, Kentucky soon. They're telling me. Um, but I, you know, just looking to see where are the differences and who, just looking for mins and maxes. This is all just you know high school algebra, geometry, chart watching in a lot of cases. You throw know, what's already moved this week. Um, you know, obviously. You had Elliott open at 30, and that, that lasted about 10 minutes. Now, Elliott at 28 is still sitting there on 365, that float suit boat. I prefer the top 10, just I don't trust him at all, and that's 140. Um, but, you know, that that was a big mover. Bowman's contracted a little. Um, you know, look at the rest of this. All the Fords are basically stuck in an 1,800 or 2,000 area. Feels like the books are undecided on Kyle Busch. Uh, Bubba opened at 16, went to 12, 13 now. 14, I got a little bit of it, but I'm not going to buy it any more expensive. The only guys I really like think there's any value left on the board just at outrights Um that Bell and that uh Reddick number. uh Bell you can get it a thousand easier than Reddick, I think the thousands on Reddick are mostly gone, but those are the only other places I I touch, but I don't see an outright that I have to buy right now. Bigger picture.
0: So this is like this is why I asked the question because this is the the, I I'm I'm struggling to even put it into words, but like you mentioned, you're you're betting numbers, not necessarily drivers, especially now.
1: I'm a surprise shopper. You you know, and, and Again, you know, these guys, Philly guy from these guys, and I'm, I'm you know, it's kind of gotten to know them online, met them a couple of times, but it's kind of like, I look at the way they examine things. Don't fall in love with a team, a player, a number. Well, fall in love with a number if it's showing you value. You know, at some point, every terrible team, every team you think is dreadful become becomes a value if it moves far enough. So you're just kind of looking and waiting for that. And the other thing is the opportunity we have in, in NASCAR that's different, there is in play betting in other sports, but I don't think the books and whatever equations they're running understand fully pit strategy, being down lap, all these things within within in-race action. So I can almost always buy my way out of trouble. But again, I can't sell that to a subscriber. You know, you have 20 seconds to react. Even if I have like six books open, And if you saw my setup here, we have legit seven monitors. Downstairs, my cat personally has seven TVs. I don't even watch a racist down there. But I have everything open so I can see what's the cheapest price in the market now. You know, why is this guy four thousand? Guy might be might be in race, might be forty to one. He might, but he you know, but he's on twenty laps newer tires. I don't care if he's eighteenth. If he's the first car on the next strategy, buy it. And mm-hmm. that's all I'm doing in race is buying who is that next guy on the next strategy. Even if it's not a great strategy, have that all covered. So at the end of the day, I may not hit the twenty to one guy, but about four or five guys at twenty to one who are in position or got themselves in position. Mm-hmm. And a lot yeah, of times, feel- almost all the time, these guys who are six to one now, this Hamlin, Larson, Truex, Byron area, almost always in race, they will miss something or the books will miss something or the way a pit strategy. And you'll be able to buy them routinely at double or triple or one half or one third of that price. You know, how many times yeah. this, this year have you gotten a chance to buy Hamlin in a winning or a top five car at 1600 or 2000 in race? Yeah. Too many. Yeah. Doesn't matter who it is. The and- books will almost always let you back in unless the race goes chalk for 300 or 300 laps.
0: What's your cutoff? Before Roy throws in Larson here, what's your cutoff right now? What's your cutoff number? Like you mentioned Reddick, who's nine to one. Is that about the lowest? you'll go?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't go any more expensive than that. I mean, he was, he was a thousand MGM when he opened. I don't know if that's adjusted. Uh, Bell had a couple, three thousands burst to one MGM and people are just disrespecting Bell right now. But again, you know, what I do outright is different. How that scored is different. When I'm handing out these even picks for, you know, subscribers, they're going to get a lot of top fives, a lot of top tens and they're going to going to get a few matchups. But you know, uh, B- Bell all day at 150, uh, that's equivalent to 1050 outright. That's a good price. Cuz that's yeah. like we never talk about it, but just if you're doing the multiple I, courses I
2: love Christopher Bell.
1: Uh, I do. I I am a Bell stan. I mean, I I but again, I'm always that super early guy too. I I want him to be a thing like in the, in the Levine car. Like you could see it in flashes, you know jones last year and the year before it's like i always want to be like the uh, the guy who's the first person to grab taylor gray whatever i'm just i'm too far ahead we'd be worried more about post-hype sleepers than pre-hype but it's like i always want to buy the next big thing uh too soon so i don't know that's 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 kind of where i am that's kind of what i look at but it's almost all price determinative and just seeing the difference between books
0: Mm -hmm. mhm roars is a big live betting guy
2: i'll tell you what for me to say i love bell that's like the only fucking Toyota driver I've ever liked in my life. He he's, and he's really impressive, and he's good on almost every every variety of track. I mean, there's really
1: nothing there yeah. that's a weakness. It's, it's been it's been pits, it's been maybe I don't know, killer instinct, one of those undefinable you know scout things. But it's like my, on, in in my mind, he's fantastic, and he went what all the way to the final four last year. Um, you know, I would say that there's some 16 out there. I would still. Nibble on him at 16. And there's some places who, after Reddick had his great finish last week, didn't move
2: him. There's still Reddick out there at 20 for the season. Dude, he's a driver. I'm still nibble on both of them. What if the pit crew nails it this week? You know, we don't have any damn dumbass stuff. they gotten used to how he comes in the box, how he leaves, everything that he was talking about in that interview with, like, Bob Popgrass, I think. I think he posted that up there. I'll listen to it to hear. What he was talking about, and he said he went and practiced the day before with the new team, trying to get. He was like, Even though I maybe getting a faster crew is basically what he was, he wasn't saying this, but I'm breaking it down kind of like he said it in a nice way, what was going on there. But I mean, he's getting a better, faster pit crew. But they still have to get used to where he comes into the box versus where Gibbs comes in. And like, you know, if he's a little bit closer to the wall than what Gibbs normally is, or if Gibbs is closer to the wall and Bell's more just straight center line, it's going to take a little adjusting and and getting used to. But I definitely think he ended up with a better pick crew.
1: Yeah, he did. And, and again, he was he was fast. Uh, he was fast last week. He'll he'll be fast, I assume, in qualifying again here. The dude is, uh, you know, I called these guys, especially when we're doing all the COVID stuff, sim robots. And by that, I mean all these young guys are better without practice, without extensive touching of the car. Honestly, I, I think that's made Cindric worse. Cindric was better just unloading off the computer because he's terrible. And that was one of those guys who looked different, looked markedly better
2: a year or two ago. Well, oh, I mean, he's a driver like Larson is.
1: Mm-hmm. You, they can,
0: yeah. yeah,
2: they can take a shitty car yep. and make it fast. And then Crew Chief just needs to get it almost right. And they can overcome the weakness in the car versus somebody, I feel like, like Bubba Wallace. He got to have his shit on point.
1: Yeah, it's he's got to be perfect. And that's part of it, again, being emotional versus being cold. Has anyone told you Christopher Bell's an emotional wreck or head case or is he a lot bad on the radio he's a brick wall
0: exactly (laughs) yeah i
2: know that's i think that's the only reason i like him out of the whole (laughs) bunch over there it's just like he's just calm cool it's something about them dirt racers larson's the same way like i've never even seen him get like pissed off like really just you know lose his gasket or anything like that where it seems like all these rich kids so to speak that are used to throwing temper tantrums to mommy and daddy ain't never had their ass handed to them they act a fool like all the damn so hour. i, I mean, here's my look at noah, look at noah Gregson.
0: here okay here's like, my opinion are you ready the those type of guys, the Gregsons, the Bubbas, the, the Kyle Bushes, the guys that like real AJ Armendinger as of late that really speak their opinion are great for the sport and the fan of NASCAR. Where we have to be careful, and I am like terrible at this. Like my Chase Elliott bet at Daytona. Like I'm still a fan of NASCAR. I, I, I grew fourth. up a fan. Yeah, this fucking man. horseshoes and, and it's hand grenades, okay. dude. Fuck. Hey, you were there. Did I win my bet? Chance. Fuck no.
2: You were there. Had a chance at the end. That's basically all you can ask for at Daytona. And I feel like Chase had the car. It just didn't work out. <laughs> i
0: mean yeah fuck that we don't have i to mean you can't that, fucking but,
2: cap a goddamn restrictor plate no to begin, but,
0: it's spacers but,
1: no i, I mean, mean that's 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 two, the week i take off every year the wife and i go to uh, go to vegas having to correspond with work travel two weeks ago but yeah like i intentionally don't worry about it uh on daytona week or talladega week a lot
0: yeah it's two things rory move the mic closer to your mouth second thing um, as gamblers and Rob, it seems like you do a really good job of this. Is you just take emotions strictly out of it, and like, do, do do you also take like momentum out of it? Like I, we talked about Chris Buescher. Obviously, the tracks that he is finishing well at have zero correlation no, to Kansas yeah. this weekend. But does but that re- mean rec- anything recent to
1: performance, you? Performance, recent performance has been really important in the new car. Whether at, whether it's just fooling us on the eye test, but you're right, guys who are faster over the last several weeks tend to remain faster that that's been statistically proven by better nerds, better eggheads than I do. And I mean, there are good nerds. That's the great thing about this business is there are so many guys who spin out information free or paywall, you know, the two Ryans. I mean, there's just so many good nerds here. I don't need to have a great equation or reinvent the equation. I just need to take the information and process it really, really fast. Mm-hmm. That's the advantage. I mean, it's hard to share or sell that sometimes. But no, recent performance is, is critical. I mean, nothing else. It's, it's, it's confidence. It's confidence for Busher. I mean, last week, what his uh, when he ran that track in the spring, he put up like a DR-65, a driver rating in the 60s or something. he had shown you nothing meaningful there. He'd shown you a bunch of top 15-ish stuff, but nothing that made you think he was going to be seriously in the hunt. But no, recent performance seems to mean a ton in the new car. I think
2: no. Busher caught every damn body off guard. I yeah. mean, I was on him at Richmond. But Richmond's different than Michigan. Mm-hmm. Like, restrictor plate, spacers, whatever the hell you want to call it. Like, anybody can win that. So, well, And, and you know, what Richmond was, him, you could have bought Busher
1: deep into that race. Like, two-thirds way into the race at his pre-race price. I mean, I bought a bunch of it in-race. Sure, sure as hell didn't do it before. Like, give you an example. Like, that week, I bought Busher... Pre race, what I call is like marking a spot. When the line drops on Monday or Tuesday, and I see something that's interesting or what I think is going to be a, a max, you know, max line, the best line in somebody, I'll just buy a dollar or two or five just so I have it in the book and I can go back to it. um And, you know, that week I probably had like five bucks on him at 60 on Monday and didn't touch again to win race, but he stayed at 50 and 60 in race till I think I like on my video, I had like demarcated, it was like two and a half hours into the race. It was like well <laughs> into the crazy. race. And that's what's insane. And that's why, again, on these lines, you have a lot of opportunities yeah. if a guy shows speed, but doesn't immediately go to the front and dominate. You know, true X on a good day style.
0: I got one more question for you, Rob, before yeah. we uh, start throwing some plays out at Kansas. So, groupthink—that's something that you talked about, and it's something that Big Perm Chris Wormy—he's right—brought uh, to my attention probably last year at some point. How do we avoid groupthink? Like, because okay, let me let me explain it real quick. So. Yeah. We let's just use Bubba Wallace this week, for example. Like I'm on Reddick more than I'm on Bubba, but you're gonna see a lot of Bubba tickets. You're gonna hear people talk about Bubba on podcasts because 2311 has been great and he won a race at Kansas last year. How do we how do we just how does one magically just say, uh, you know what? I'm out on Bubba and so should you? I'm not saying you're wrong. I agree. Groupthink, just because someone thinks it, you should also think it, and everybody should think it. I agree. That's not the right way to do this, but how do we uh uh, ah, fuck! I don't know the word. How do we, you know, I want to say segregate, but that's not the word. Well, you know, how I, how do I, we how do we not groupthink?
1: I the problem is good or bad. I think the good news is we're all we're all looking at the same information or mostly the same. Like it's not like someone has secret sauce or a better equation. I mean, that, that's that's part of it. It's like, you know, what do you have to work with? Well, you have the, you know, you start with the three Kansas races. And then if you expand it, you know, you take the similar mile and a half, you know, the Charlotte, the Vegas, whatever from the last year and a half of the new car and see where we ended up. But it's hard to discount Bubba when his his, his average running position in the last two Kansas races, okay, six, six. And what was he in the very first one of these ever? He was 10th. So his average running position, again, that's not average finish. His average running position is 22 divided by three at seven. That's, that's usually a race winner or a top three car regardless. The only thing you're betting against is who do I think is more likely to make a mistake, Bubba or Reddick Bell at what's now a similar price point? Bubba at 16, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Bubba at 12, not so much. Uh, the best bet I heard, you know, earlier show we were talking about, top five Bubba, 200, which is like betting at 1,400. That's acceptable. I would give mm-hmm. that a run, maybe. I mean, the best bet, one of the great bets of the year was last week. Bubba had the same top 10 as we're talking about Elliott with this week. Bubba had a 140 pre-race top 10, was a winner, obviously. Mm-hmm. But here's what blew my mind is after qualifying, where he wasn't terrible, he was what, mid-teens or something, that actually got cheaper. You could have bought Bubba top 10, typical buck seventy five. Someplace wow. else at one sixty, and there was a one seventy. I was already wow. fully bought in at one forty, but that's the thing. Like we've had some like weird contracyclical movement post qualifying. Like the top cars get more expensive, seemingly regardless where they qualify. But I mean Truex, Larson, Hamlin, they just kind of stick there. You had some of these guys qualify fifteenth; it's like they're buried. Whereas you still are pricing, you know, a Truex or Byron or someone starting fifteen or twenty as if they're a true favorite. That line doesn't move. So what you're seeing is like guys getting cheaper from say the fifth seat on back. That's so, the trend right now.
0: Yeah, let's talk about Chase Elliott. So I was also on. I was big on Bubba Wallace last week. Top ten. Yep. I got. I got him at uh, plus one thirty. But wow, there weren't any ones. matchups.
1: There weren't very many matchups out there all week. I wanted to play him in matchups, mm-hmm. but he opened at three thousand. He only got ch- as cheap as four thousand at like one point. Like he actually mm-hmm. got cheaper after qualifying on, on the big number too. Um, I just couldn't find any matchups to play him with.
0: So Chase Elliott, similar number that Bubba was last week. Um, I think Bubba at Darlington has better numbers as of late at Darlington than Chase does at Kansas. But Chase, if you look at the last, you know, the track history, the last 10, he's got five top fives. Um, I think he finished seventh in the spring here earlier this year. You know, his speed rankings in the last three, Kansas 13th, 12th and 8th. Nothing to, you know, talk about I I I like the top five four to one, but you're talking about chase you know top 10 at plus money Derek was talking about it it almost feels like groupthink but at the same it time it's, it's making me it's making me like chase more when
1: when when a guy on a top 10 is 50 basis points you know like like plus 50 different from like one book to one book I'm just buying the best price. Because there are places, obviously, that have Elliott even minus one ten, minus one twenty even. You know, they're just mispriced. When, it, it, look at it this way, and, and we, I mean, I don't know if we talk about this enough. I mean, I think of this as being like you know the horse racing industry. Top three price is generally should be one fourth the outright price. Top five price about one seventh. So say Bubba's fourteen hundred. That's how you get to that top five that is plus two hundred. Now on a top ten, it's about a thirty to one ratio. And so if you're if you're if I'm handing you elliot at 14 was, sorry pardon me elliot at 140 times 30 is 4200 would you buy elliot at 4200 to win hell oh, yes you
0: would. <laughs> yeah
1: i mean sit out there at 28 and that's the last one on the board people have already bought it down
0: so yeah you're you're speaking it, some
1: examine it that way and again, i'm too much math i'm boring now i'm gonna like be a huge nerd here but that's at least how i <laughs> analyze the numbers when they pop out if it's good on that counter and then it's substantially better many points better than all the other books that just means probably buy it if you're near the top of the field
0: mm-hmm. roars we were just talking about chase yeah. top 10 group think uh just once again rob talking numbers which is not an issue oh. here because sometimes we lack number we are a gambling nascar nascar gambling podcast however sometimes we go on these tangents and we don't talk numbers so it's nice to have a little uh a little reminder i should say we
2: speak, we speak nerds make the talk. world go round We speak Rory and Mark talk (laughs) on We don't understand it. We're like two breeds different than every damn body else, (laughs) but somehow it still ends up working and it's funny to me because like
0: Rob's it's 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 funny (laughs) looking at ourselves, me and Rory, when you got someone like Rob who's got all the lines written down from opener on pen and paper. He was just talking about Bubba flipping the piece of paper. You know, Phil, our it's buddy Phil does the same it, it, thing. It's no, like, I, it's like I,
1: doing grade school, like, you know, vocabulary words to me. It helps me remember. That's just my, my tool. If I'm sure. doing you know, any
2: sort of that stuff. I always I look at opening repeated. lines and then I know what they are and then fuck it. You, and then You got to know something I about met.
0: Rory. This dude, we we used to have this uh, segment on here called Rory's Historian, and I would literally say, you know, who won the th- race at Vegas One in twenty twenty one, and he would spit out the winner. It's fucking absurd, mm-hmm. really.
2: Yeah. And, he, so when
0: he says when he says he looks at lines on Monday night and remembers them through the week, he's he's true. <laughs>
2: just, I know just, what uh, everybody opened at on every damn book that all, I have. All right. Okay. Level.
0: All right. Let's not get oh. carried away here.
2: Like, I'm I allowed to do it. the touting. I mean, You're not. I mean, I usually, like, look normally. Every once in a while, i just say, fuck it, and I'm not going to look at a damn thing until Wednesday or Thursday and go from there. I mean, some weeks I just...
0: Welcome to Landcoin.
2: I'm either not interested in the race itself, and I'm not going to do anything anyway until after practice and qualifying because... I already know in my head, I'm already making numbers up in my head coming into the race, like what I expect people to be at, what do I think they're gonna qualify at, and then what do I think I'm gonna get after or before? Now I mean of course if I see something stupid, I'll get on it, but I I don't know, it's something about I felt really good back in twenty twenty, betting with no practice, mm-hmm. no qualifying like, it was awesome if you were a gambler. It, Which it seems was backwards. It awesome. I mean, you knew Kevin Harvick or fucking Denny Hamlin was going to win outside of a few different damn tracks. And then you could go off of old data from people that were, you know, normally good, and let's say they weren't running well for a few weeks there or whatever, and then the books start fucking fading them. Basically, I mean, they start quit paying. They quit paying attention to them this and that. And then you're like, this dude's do <laughs> I mean, I hate to use the damn word, but it do does happen. Like, if it's a good team, they just had some bad luck or went through this and that. You might start getting a little bit better number. But you take somebody like Eric Amarillo, those bottom feeders. That's what's so great about an offshore or a local account is—they offer up these damn matchups, and then the next thing you know, you're getting some dude at plus fucking one twenty-five for some shit that should not be the underdog coming into this race.
1: Well, they're—they're they're not paying attention. They're going with stale lines. They're not adjusting. And what a lot of these guys do is they roll out what it's like it's like a formula if one guy is at 300 to one the other guy's at 250 regardless of the eye test or what we know about either driver or their specialization or how they are at this track they just roll out a very normal ratio number based on that the biggest one right now that does that that either has stale lines or just builds builds these lines out of formulas don't necessarily make sense is bet fred i don't know if you guys have access access to that either either of your states but that rolled out in ohio this spring and they just, you know, they're, they're just throwing things out there and not moving them. Like, you know, I think one of the one of the picks I've thrown out to people is like a deep top 10, and a lot of people have, um, you know, Stenhouse and um, Austin Dillon and Jones. And they're all sitting out there 600 to 700 for a top 10. You're telling me a, a 1 in 8 of Austin That's Dillon? That's crazy. Like, yeah, like, like a 1 in 8, you know, chance of Austin Dillon who's been in like the low teens several times at Kansas. That feels good to me. 1 in every 8 times he can do that in Kyle Bush's equipment or parallel. That's, and that's what I nibble on a lot. Like when I send out my card, like obviously these videos I do are real, even real chalky, real normal people bets that aren't deep, but like, you know, I have like, I send out top tens every week. I send out things that are specifically offshore. Like I try to give everybody something. So my, my percentage winning percentage is not as good as it could be. Sometimes I'm trying to like find stuff for people all over the place. So I'll try a little bit of everything, but big picture. Yeah. A lot of these deep top tens
2: are totally, totally mispriced. Well, I what mean, you, what's the percentage of one of those top three at least getting the top ten for you? I mean, and then you take them at that, and you're getting still two to like right two, exactly. I, I would think one of those three value. guys,
1: one of those three guys, is going to hit that. So yeah, and that's still that still pays you know two and a half to one, two to one. Sure, that's great. Yeah, you got more. Multi- it, it, it's almost like when when I I don't really bet seriously Daytona and Talladega, but like my standard pattern at Daytona has been. This, this year, I basically told people, here are eight or nine guys who have nine combined wins at Daytona, and they're all priced like 3000 to 5000 And you can guess in your head who most of them are. That was Harvick. That was Jones. That was Haley. You get the idea. But if I'm going to give you value, I'm going to give you a quarter of the field. And if any of them pays, you're still getting paid three to one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Perfect. Yeah. I, mean,
0: I, I was going to ask you if you even bet super speedways. What's your, what's your I, favorite I trip? Like, so I,
1: went, I went to Vegas. I avoided yeah, yeah, yeah. like The one thing I said to people is if you want to play this week, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to basically play this like scatter, scatter card of these eight or nine guys who have Almarola, like nine combined wins, and the likelihood of them hitting versus, you know, you overpaying for somebody. Try it. What's and then Milwaukee was fine. Yeah.
0: yeah. What's your favorite uh, track type to bet? Is it road courses, mile and a half, short tracks? Um, I, I, you uh, know, I think this question varies. Road when
1: courses it- and unique one off ovals like the New Hampshire's. Darlington, we run twice, but I like Darlington's because it's 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 not necessarily comparable to everything. So it's, there's mm-hmm. not as much data. Everyone's going to, again, what is Kansas? What's the track? How many mile of house are we running now, even with like closing Kentucky and closing Chicago? Like, obviously, we're all looking at the same numbers and we're all running these numbers in four, quadruplicate or triplicate or whatever, based on all the other comparable tracks. So we have too much data to look at. Uh, you know, Michigan and California would have been, been or are unusual by that standard. So I like the one-offs and I like the road courses. I, yep.
0: do, I love me some fucking road courses, man. I do love them. They give road us some courses. matchups that, that I know everybody I, don't make any about sense. Em. Yeah. Everybody
2: bitches <laughs> about them. And it's basically this new car is easier to drive on. them. I wish they would just like go back to the old package here because that was so much fun like you would have like them mispricing the shit out of stuff. Well, and and And, and now things
1: have changed a little this year. I think we're regressing back to what it was. Cause now we've seen what a, uh, a Truex win and Hamlin looking good on the road courses because we got. They're all over the place. That's what I'm saying. Like we've gone like eight or nine races. We in got a row. guy that's
2: never stepped foot in a. Right. Oh yeah, basketball. yeah. No, I, I ordered a shirt <laughs>
1: before the race and you. it worked out great.
0: <laughs> I got a a, mine after the race. <laughs> yeah, no, I literally
1: it was thirty minutes before because I just bought the last sixty to one they had at Bedford. Not very much, unfortunately, but the last sixty they had across the river in Ohio. But the thing about it is, is like we had a, like nine or ten straight races where it was all one of the young guys or these qualifying robots. It was not an old man. It was not Kyle. It was not Denny. It was not Truex. It was not anybody like that. It was all the young guys and Larson. So it threw everybody off on that. And um, yeah, there's, there's Hamlin showed us. Truex showed us. Yeah.
0: An old Willie B first road course victory. That boy, mm-hmm, Watkins, Glenn, my local gave him. I had to call
2: my boy for speeding. We yeah, was, yeah, winning, yeah. That we yeah, was yeah. winning that day. We was winning that day, damn it. That boy had a car.
0: He did have a car. Willie
2: B didn't have nothing for that. Shut the He was Shut going to run his ass down. <laughs> but that was a nice 34 to 1. Yeah, Thank my local you. decided like, to
0: throw Willie B at 34-1 to 1 midweek, and I'm like, "That I took a page out of yeah. your book, Rob. You see a number yeah. that is just so <laughs> blasphemy, you got to buy I don't buy it.
2: know why the fuck I didn't just like. buy it. Well, his book, his fucking local had 8-1 to one on Larson. So I was like, can I get some of that, please? Yeah, Larson had a good car. There's no doubt. Larson had
0: a good car at Watkins Glen. Um, I just had a question in my brain. Now I don't know Uh-oh. where it went. Uh-oh um all right well let's let's just jump to kansas um we've wow we've knocked out 30 minutes here that's crazy took no all time
1: right. at all i talk so much <laughs> no dude this you're fucking
2: great. awesome you yeah can this come is on great so damn time. You, our buddy probably...
0: highline we we just announced a, a partnership with our buddy zach with highline betting and uh, he does some non-loop data he's a nerd nerds make the world go round um you know, he, he's, he's got a little bit of a different... You were talking about formulas. He likes to put his own spin on certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, if he yeah. sees things that are a little off, that don't necessarily tell the whole picture. He's fucking amazing at picking rights. Yeah, so that's all he bets. I mean, all he bets is outrights. Um, and he has been able to profit the last, you know, few years. Man, this dumbass... He, dumb he just got into it.
1: Like well, and and, that, and that's the thing, the problem with outrights up, so. is... And that's why we split up these cards. Like, obviously... And obviously we had some real long guys hit last year, but it's hard to like sell to customers, other people, well, we're going to hit 35s to one, but we're only going to hit them every 10 weeks or something. Like, you know, we all want to be better than that. So that's why we're playing all these middle positions, all these threes, fives, tens, because the reality is most of the public do not want to sit around for 20 weeks waiting for their win.
0: Mm -hmm. so his model this week and he does a a ranking and then a metric uh and the metric number is what we really like to look at but his top three are truex hammering and hamlin and byron which i'm i'm not crazy about i don't love the three those three especially just based off their numbers um but fourth and fifth in the model are reddick and blaney and i i immediately gravitated towards reddick this yeah. week. He's also a guy that if you look at different models, if you look at different speed rankings and such, Reddick could be anywhere between, you know, fourth that Zach has him or fifteenth. Bubba's,
2: Bubba's fifth.
0: Reddick is fourth, Blaney is fifth, Bubba is sixth. I don't know what you're looking at.
2: I thought i thought Bubba was fifth for some reason.
0: I mean I unless my eyes are lying okay. to me. I okay. mean, I, I'm staring right at My it. Oh,
2: bad, I fucked up.
0: It's okay, Rob. Uh, aside from the top three trucks, Hamlin, Byron, I just kind of want to move them aside for this for a second. What are your thoughts on Redick? We kind of talked about Redick a little bit. What about Blaney? Uh, do, do you feel anything about the Fords? You know, we saw him in the Coke 600. I, I've I've gone on the record and talked so much shit about Penske and Ford, really in general but then he he comes out and he's really good at Coke 600 best car wins the race he comes out at Gateway second best car almost wins the race Kyle Busch had a rocket that day comes to New Hampshire is definitely a top 3 top 5 car but so we've seen these flashes of greatness with Blaney and we there's been so much I feel like overhype of Ryan Blaney uh, throughout his career really but I just can't Get off the fact that he's fifth in the model this week. Is it? Do you have any likeness towards Ryan Blaney? And no,
1: and that that blows my mind. And again, the model—I don't know how heavily he's weighing, obviously, in the last Charlotte, but also everything else. Again, this model—I don't, don't know this model well, but these one and a are going to bring in noise and the opposite of recency bias. If so We look at the other one and a half this year that have not been here in the last month. We're looking what? at things that aren't yeah. necessarily the same. That aren't necessarily the same thing. No, you're right. I don't trust. I don't trust Blaney. I don't. I'm um, I'm from West. You know, I'm from West Virginia. That's fair. His his uncle played basketball for WVU. Was fantastic. Obviously, some just up the road in Northern Ohio. Um, I just don't get. It. I don't think I trust any of the Fords. I mean, you know, you're you're at four fifty on a make bet this week, and all those guys are basically crowded there. You know, sixteen hundred. I think I saw Logano actually fly by at three thousand. Yeah, Logano. easy, but I just don't see it. I mean, I've been playing like Logano a little bit in the background, Logano and Blaney both as top Ford on Ovals of late and thinking eventually this is gonna hit, you know, for 350, 400 500. It Just hasn't been happening. I trust
2: Rodney Childers or Paul Wolf. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, well, uh, yeah. Out, out of the team, Fords. Yeah. I trust either one of them to like just lay the car out. It's gonna be fast, and somehow get the some bitch out front. Like yeah. that is now. If you put Horvick or Joey Logano out front, <laughs> like they can be dangerous. But that's no. the only way that I see Ford being in the conversation outside of Gibbs twenty three eleven and Hendrick. I mean, yeah. outside of that, here it, it's good luck exactly i think you know obviously the toyota
1: the top the top two chevys i mean i have a hard time going outside of like that top six or seven i just do i mean before guess and guess what if the fords are relevant unless they qualify top two or three that'll cut them in half i'll cut them from you know 20 to 12 but you have plenty of opportunity in race if you believe in the Fords to watch them perform and go get them more cheaply or at least you know no more
0: expensive so how do you yep, absolutely? I, we're on the same page here, you know the Toyotas, the the couple Hendrick guys, and possibly a, a Kyle Busch. But how so do we work them into comes bets? Out wins. Yeah, well, yeah.
1: and 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 the problem is all those guys are basically bracketed right around each other. So yeah. even in terms of matchups, there's no obvious separation. Uh, I'm looking for matchups deeper in the field, and I haven't seen a lot of stuff I like yet. The other thing is generally in matchups when I construct matchups or buy matchups it's almost always cross make it's never going to be Logano versus Blaney it's going to Mm -hmm. be Logano versus whatever Chevy is in you know today's area between 2,000 and and 3,000 there really aren't many you you might end up on on a Gibbs or somebody but I guess what I'm saying is like almost all the matchups I try to construct are going to be are going to be cross make that's going to create more contrast for lack of a better
0: description absolutely couldn't agree more and i i was prepping for the nascar betting preview show and a ton it feels like 80 percent of the matchups that are out there are just teammates right or yeah. it's like the top of the board guys are matched up with each other it's brad only, versus busher it's you know
1: the only top of the board thing i liked even a little and this is more of a personal feeling um you know because i think i think byron's a little better in the you know the arp and um, you know, driver rating at Kansas, some of these more. I'm taking uh, Byron over Trux getting us a little bit of plus money. Byron at 105 yeah, or 110. Boy. It's out there. I forget where it's out there, but that's one of the things I, I've sent out to my people early. I don't know how long that'll that'll last or stick. But I think I sent it out at 105 again. Not a big play by any stretch, but that's the only early week matchup of you know a top top ten car that I had any interest in.
2: Well, I mean, Turek's faded in this race earlier yes. this year. Yes,
1: and over the last month or so since Michigan, he's had fast cars, but you're right, I just don't feel like he's on a hot streak in terms of uh-uh. recent performance. If you're going to that recent performance bias, sure he's the number one seed, you know, going to the playoffs, but he's not exactly been dominant since Michigan. Would
0: no. you buy Byron at, at, at eight to one if there was if it was floating out there?
1: Um, I think there might have been a hair cheaper, but I mean uh let's see i I
0: know there's a seven out there
1: hold on um earlier okay no you're right Uh, eight is where it opened at. uh at super maybe somebody had a boost on it or something um again that's still pretty i'm not in
2: love with it um top five one ten i'm not in love with that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think kyle larson denny hamlin or bubba wallace is going to win this race so you think kansas
0: one translates to kansas two Yes. You think what we've seen at Kansas the last three races and in the spring is is what we see this
2: week? I think absolutely.
0: Okay, I just they're good.
2: They're good here. This well, there's fits no doubt. Their driving style it it straight up fits their driving style and and to go along with his Byron matchup, Byron lost a lap, almost two laps, pretty much, and and in the damn spring oh race. yeah yeah he he and he and, he and mean, kyle he.
1: he and kyle had penalties i always like when i do like again in my process like of do a race by race notation i write how many cautions for how many laps how many guys ended on the lead lap how many mate how many important cars were wrecked or out or you know had other serious problems and then guys who had you know pit penalties or whatever and then write down qual uh stage one stage two finish average run position and then driver rating and just mm-hmm. kind of see who comes up, like, over and over and over again. Or who is oddly missing. Why is he missing? And, like, in that, Byron came home third with that penalty and stuff. His ARP was through the floor. On paper, he doesn't look that good. So, where Byron's is ranked he, third in, in, six, in your model? model? Yeah. And yeah. that, that, yeah. that, that, that makes sense. But, again, I mean, like, his qualifying was great in the spring. He ran into a yes. problem. And somehow he, but somehow he finished third. You know, basically balance of how the whole he was really. He just to
2: seems to struggle. This is my thing with him on high tire wear tracks. Mm-hmm. Does he have a green white checkered finish in it? Yes, with the pit crew that he has and the short run speed that he has. Yep. Of course he does. But coming in, I feel like you can get him better live at some point in this race because. Kyle Larson is the best Hendrick long run car at, yep. you know, in that stable, Always. not knocking Byron. He, he, it has won a lot of races this year, but just think about how many he's won on green, white checkers. Yep.
1: And, and that, and that's the other thing, I mean, in terms of chancing sort of chancing into it being a little random. The other thing is like, I want to see, obviously if a guy's already this expensive, Unless he immediately goes to the lead and runs away with it, I would rather see proof of performance for half a stage. You know, in the beginning is to make sure what we think is what we think. Mm-hmm. i really got. I mean, if he's sitting there top five, he's he's not going to drop much below eight hundred. Might get down to six, but I like to make sure he is what we think he is before we
2: plow money into someone in single to single figures. You can ask Mark. I've gotten way more into into live bet. Yeah, like that, which I don't think I is a bad wait, thing. I can't wait to fight this fucking AI. <laughs> no, be fun. well you know
1: i talk about this sometimes again like there's so much here with with the latency and by that i mean who's watching on satellite who's watching on broadcast mm-hmm. you know how fast how you know computer how fast you're getting signal i mean the radio is usually ahead of all of them but we've still got chances to beat them and get in and out of bets and we know there's wrecks and things before the books do the books are awful lazy when they watch these things and throw throw the stopper. You know, with, with most events like ball and bat sports, they have a person at the event keying, the, keying stuff on the phone or calling an all-stop on the betting. It doesn't feel like they do based on how behind they get uh, with NASCAR.
0: I don't think they do. I think the answer is absolutely no. They don't. I mean,
1: I know guys who get paid it's 50 a big bucks sport. a game to go do, like, you know, lower D1 basketball and sit there and, and key punch their phone for the book. Like, the mm-hmm. books have a person at, like, stupid stuff like ovc basketball games nonsense like that so they're they're covering that but it feels like they're not covering stuff like this so there are these time gaps a lot of the time
0: Yep, it's There's just a not a betting. it's not a huge market to the books they, they'd rather take action on other things but um let's get back to uh, i want to throw out one more name here before we give out our shitbox box pitch which picks which <laughs> rob is uh, just your best bet. You know, it, it doesn't have to be your best bet, because I know you got the Discord, but just a bet. Um, God damn,
2: I better look at something.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Laying better, Coin. Better, <laughs> hey,
2: popped this, out. Hey, open guess the syllabus, it, dude. Guess who it popped out last week? Austin uh, Hill, top hey, five. So, and I also said on there, I was like, just wait one more day, and I promise you, if you have – Three sixty-five available. We'll be able to get it at three to one, and that's what the fuck (laughs) it was. I knew exactly what I was looking for. Yep. Let's talk
0: about. So I'm curious your thoughts on Christopher Bell. I think we've talked about him a little bit. We talked about him the NASCAR betting preview show. So in in uh, Highline's model and Zach's model, he's ninth. But the if you look at iFantasy race with Ryan, the number one driver. Total speed, average total speed over the last three Kansas races is no other than Christopher Bell. And he is not uh, named Truex, Byron, or Hamlin. uh, And I feel like he deserves a discussion.
1: Yeah. And I think everyone's treating him lightly because his finish was, uh, he was one of the three Toyotas that crashed and, uh, well, pardon me, Kyle Busch not Toyota anymore. Bell Gibbs and Kyle Busch all were major cars that, uh, that got hurt late in that race. Everyone kind of forgets the finish he should have put up. Um, he was sixth in stage one and, uh, and was fast all the way through. I mean, driver rating for track caution laps or whatever. He was good. And if you go to the other races, best average run position. And, uh, fourth or fifth best average run position in the first race last year no the problem is he's just burned us so many times i think everyone yeah. thought everyone's just thought he this was you know the, the big breakthrough year i mean last year was but he would continue with that and it's not been a linear progression at all now's know? the time to get on him though i would love it a lot better at 14 i mean uh 10, yeah. Yeah. 10, 10 is okay that um, shows you
2: how much respect they do have yeah for him, like, they know
1: he can win anywhere. They have that's yeah. that's that's really that's really the issue. Is he's he's not gonna sneak up on anybody, you're not gonna get him, you know, 20 ever again. So,
0: all right, Rob and Rory, for that matter, would you rather have Bell at 10 or Bubba at 12? I'm not gonna give you 14, I'm gonna give you 12. Bell by four. give me
2: Bell that fucking wins. All right, man. what if I gave As you Bubba the fastest pit crew in the garage? Bubba at 14 this week.
0: Does Bubba
1: 14 I bought, 14 a, little 14. I bought okay. a little at 14 when it was just yeah. right when it opened.
0: Just like,
2: to be covered. Bubba, Bubba, I would rather have if you said, give me 20.
0: Okay, well, yeah, I think. Right. Yeah, but like, yeah. I totally o- agree with that. O-
2: open 16.
1: But again, in your mind, what is the risk of Bubba having, uh, again, a pit problem or something go wrong compared to Bell? Now, Bell's had a lot of things go wrong. But again, Bubba's more mercurial.
2: Bubba's it's more just like be, last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't mind at all getting on Bubba plus 500 top five coming mm-hmm. into that race last week if he does not have the pit road problem yep he is definitely in the top five and maybe winning the damn race yes yeah, because in- i think his car would have been totally different out front instead of burning the Never tires off yeah. of it you know when he got up into the top five finally he drove so hard that race
1: yeah got to five to and slightly, slightly faded out to seven yeah no he's he's a threat every time. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, but uh, you know, Bell's still available at Barstool at 10. I bid on him last week at, I think 14. I I mean, it might've been 12 that I got him at, uh, early in the week. That was really the only outright that I rode with. Um, just, it's tough for me to go back to back weeks on the same guy, but I also have a, See Bell over one and a half futures, over over one and a half wins.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have some of that from I think Caesar back in the pre- <laughs> that preseason.
0: I, I thought was such a fucking lock after Bristol me, Dirt. I'm like one me. more win the rest of the year this is cake, and now we're here with nine races to go, and it's like okay, okay, Mr.
2: Bell. Well, if you don't don't remember, Bell showed up for the playoffs last year. That's for well, damn
0: late in the playoffs, but yeah, that's for
2: damn sure. <laughs> I took him live at Martinsville. I was there. <laughs> yeah, sixteen <laughs> that, to one. Guess um, that's why I got that.
0: Bet three sixty five has a boost right now on Seabell to win the championship Season. at sixteen. So that's,
1: that's what I said. I, that is that is still that's still too cheap. That's that's by far too cheap. I mean, I, I would buy that even with week one of the playoffs not going his way. That's a buy. And Reddick at twenty. It's called places where Reddick is still twenty are a buy.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. All right, but, under,
1: but understand, I'm, I'm sitting on a ton of mispriced Larson from December from Golden Nugget, who went out of business, but is going to have to pay me. If
0: you <laughs> do, you know any side note? Do you know yeah. anything about these Barstool futures bets? Do you know if they're going to pay out just like Fox Bet and you know? Any oh of those no, other no no books? no no! Bar-
1: Barstool is just going to convert the brand over, and it'll be ESPN something or other. And uh, we can take this offline. I'm actually having a discussion with some people in legal about books that are closing. I think right now a better deal is to just bet on which books are going to close and throw a bunch of your long range trash bets that are two under one there and see if their, uh, their state's legal mix and just pay out. I've already experienced two of these Fox bet went that way in Michigan. No, this is a serious legal issue. It's nuts. Um, it's going to vary from state to state depending on code, how the state lottery commission set everything up, but I'm, I'm sitting on another one. I'm waiting this to be paid on. Wow. Um, yeah. Cause I've gone through when golden nuggets going to close in my state and there I've, I've got them by the balls wow um,
0: so yeah right that's fucking Rye awesome Cape's
2: sitting Rye cape is sitting on some with fox bet
0: yeah dude he's got a like, dinger right. championship bet with fox bet dude well, I, I, had, to I, one. Had a,
1: I had a dog track go out well they didn't go out of business but they switch bro. it's funny they switched from like their own in-house betley thing to win which then immediately went out of business so they paid me out on a bunch of nascar long-term stuff just paid me out straight cash uh, and most of it was like it was trash. It was Briscoe Jones, Almondinger, and a little bit of Logano seasons. So you can do the multiple <laughs> on that. Holy and then when then Wynn closed, and I had thrown a few things up in there, but like they were only open for like three weeks. They switched to win, then win just closed. So Wynn's gonna owe me nuts, something. Dude. Golden Nuggets closing here. I think it will close everywhere else but Jersey maybe. Like that's honestly the best bet. Find the any any casino you think is failing. Buy a nice spread of things so they don't turn you <laughs> off, like buy a little bit of this, a little bit of that, not all in one, you know, thing. Don't get greedy. And then when they close, see what happens.
0: Something to think about, folks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just think That's that shit's it. crazy. And the the legal battle is, I'm sure, is just nuts. But all right, let's get into shit boxes. I'm going to go first. Um, I don't love, 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 love anything. Like there's certain weeks where it's Wednesday, it's Thursday, and I am just so confident. The numbers are speaking to me. The, you know, the contracts are speaking to me it's just this is not one of those weeks like don't have a matchup that i absolutely love the xfinity series lines are just slow 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 slow
1: they've been slow to come out and now with the cup guys out there's no obvious bargain stuff
0: so yep. yeah, truck so. as well.
1: like tiny smattering of truck i'm not seeing much anything yet i mean i know what boring top fives i want to play but i don't see anything i just love
0: yeah, so I'm gonna go. My ship box is just gonna be my largest bet of the week, and that just happens to be Reddick at this point, and that's uh, Redick at ten to one outright. Um, reason being is I'm gonna trust Zach's model here. He's fourth, he's is he's essentially the next best out of the the top three: Truex, Hamlin, and Byron. It's Redick. Um, I still don't mind him at nine to one. I really like the ten to one better. Who doesn't? Um, you know, who wouldn't want a better number? But um, let's look at some stats here. So oh, fuck. They just, I just clicked the wrong button. Um, number one, total speed ranking at Kansas to last year, uh, in the eight car that Kyle Bush will be in. I We haven't talked about Kyle Bush much, but I don't mind laying a bet or two on him. Um, give me a second here. Speed ranking of ninth at Vegas, tenth at Kansas earlier this year, uh, and then had a third at Charlotte in speed ranking, uh, fourth at Pocono and second at Darlington. While those tracks don't mean jack shit to Kansas, uh, what have you done for me lately? Reddick has had speed, even going you know back to Richmond. He had the cone violation. Twenty three eleven has been extremely fast at Kansas. That's no shocker. You're going to see a bunch of Bubba tickets. Um, but I'm, I'm just going to go a little slightly off the beaten path and I'm going to take his teammate in Reddick just because I think Reddick is, I think Reddick's a better driver. I think some weeks they give him the better car and they know that. And I just, I, I think that if, it, if 2311 was smart, they'd put their eggs in Reddick's basket and not Bubba's basket. And so yep, I'm taking Reddick 10 to one much. this week. Uh, whoever wants to go fire away.
2: I got two, so I'll go first. Dude. All right. This, this one won't take long. Riley Herbst, plus 4,000, win.
0: Okay. Give me that
2: all day long. I mean, kid's going to win probably a race eventually. And... <laughs> it's
0: so sad. We bet on him all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: I don't know. I, I just look at looking at Highline's model. He has them fifth. It's worth 40 to one. It was like Bubba last week. Not going to sit there and take third place guy to fifth place guy between mixing up models, different things, and not at least put a little something on them at 35 to one and plus 500 top five coming in. So I imagine you could probably get the top five on them right now at – Something, I hadn't even looked at Xfinity. Does Caesars have top five? No, nothing's out. No props Nothing. are out for X. Yeah, zero. Okay. Well, we'll just get on the outright and look for them, not to adjust them, and take the top five at plus five, six, 100, 700, somewhere around there.
0: All right. I'm not not opposed to betting Riley Herbst, uh, especially at 40-1. to one. I will question you. What about Hemrick in the ten car at fifty? We've seen, uh, you know Kyle Busch and any of the Cup favorites they put in there at you know five. You know recently Kyle Busch was five and a half to one. I understand, and I I don't think that the ten car is all it's cracked up to be, but Daniel Hemrick at fifty to one, my word.
2: He's won one race in his (laughs) entire (laughs) life. You're right, and you expect. What about Herbst?
0: How many fucking races has he won? I
2: don't know. I just think that car has shown, like, race winning speed here and there. It's just always something that comes up. I can trust him a whole lot more to get a top five out of a fast race car than Daniel Hemrick winning a race in any car.
0: Damn, that's crazy. Riley Herbst has zero wins.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's a good number. That 50, Superbook had it. There's some 45 out there. I saw a couple other guys pick up that Hamrick. But again, this is one of those things like, sure, super long shot, throw it at a wall. But yeah, if you give me Hamrick at 650 or 700 top five, absolutely. And while we're playing this game, I'm a Sheldon Creed stan. I'm so into glasses. Yes, um, so you know, painful. There's a 35 out there, so that will get you a 500 top five. 450 is fine, but... Uh, yeah, I'd be great with any of those three guys we just talked about. Less Herbst, but uh, my wife's really into his act, um, you know, anyway. Uh, but, no, I, I, those guys are top fives. So if you're playing that game because there's no value at the front of the front of the stack right now in, uh, in Xfinity, um, nobody's cheap. I guess the only value maybe, uh, Smith, if you get him at, like, if there's a 1,300 on Sammy out there. That'd be a 200 top five. Sammy was good here. And here, here's the thing. We've all been playing these top five games of Xfinity, you know, with Hill's been consistently locked in right there. When you have car six and car seven in the outright stack are priced at like 200 or higher, that's just your cue to play mm-hmm. a one in three chance of car six finishing in the top five. Do it. So that's where Smith is sitting. He's 12 or 1300, which is going to give you a 200 top five. And he's a six car in the stack. All you need is one guy to fuck up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: I was quite. big on Sammy Smith early in the season, and my my fandom and my uh, obsession with him has kind of tapered off a little bit. I cashed my over half a win on Sammy Smith. Uh, mm-hmm. Thought he was going to have a lot more than a one more, at this point. Didn't, I, yeah, I thought didn't he was going to have out. not the I, John Hunter I, season, but I thought he was going to have at least two or three, uh, you know, at least for I the mean, season. I I've, mean, but...
1: I've I've liked both both Smith brothers. I love Chandler and the trucks. They'll 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 both figure it out, I think. Mm-hmm. But Kyle like, is obviously not uh, equipment wise, uh, you know, as good. So that's been holding him back.
0: All on. right, Rob, you've been talking about a lot of top fives. Is your Cup ship box a top five, or are you going somewhere else?
1: Uh, I will. Uh, I'll go over the top on this. Um, let's see here. What do we got? Um, if I'm going. Uh, something to win we'll throw it out there there's, there's no, no penalty for this uh man i'm just gonna come pull this one out um i'll try kyle bush we haven't talked about it all don't hate it don't hate it inconsistent here if the price is 1800 bet rivers price. had it 1800 for me locally so that's bet rivers and parks and pennsylvania and ohio don't know what else everybody's playing on but if you can get me kyle and nobody wants him he's out to 18 or 20 yes that's that's value at that point. I'm not in love with any of these prices at the top. Uh, and you guys already talked, grabbed Reddick. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's where I'd go. He's due. Again, he's so in, unpredictable and inconsistent. Like, we know his mm-hmm. team and teams have been good here. We know he's been good here in the past, but he's also had, you know, messy, wreck, attrition, attrition races here. I would say he's due. He hasn't been relevant in what feels like six or eight weeks.
0: It's funny that. <laughs> f- So I talk about Kyle Busch. He's either going to be a top three car or he's going to be a 15th place car. And we saw, you know, in that, that uh, call it April to June range, throw July in there as well, where it was literally, he was either going to be top five or he was going to run 15th. And it was very difficult to handicap. I think as of late, the, the speed rankings and the speed in that car has gotten a little more consistent. I think he's in the... You know, six to seventh to twelfth range in in speed, um, but yeah, waiting for him to pop. Right, this is yep. you know he had the number one total speed ranking uh, in the eighteen car in the first ever Kansas race. I'm pretty sure he wrecked yep. and finished somewhere in the thirties. Um, but yeah, Kyle Busch, just someone you know. I'm looking at a fourteen to one. Nobody's talking about him. Yeah, Nobody's not really talking
1: about him. And at that price point, I like him better than all the Fords.
0: Fair, especially at 18. Absolutely at 18. Um, 16
1: and 18 everywhere that we're seeing. But if if he's eighteen and I'm paying the same price for him as I am for all those those top four forwards, yes.
0: So I have a two part question here. What are your Um, thoughts on Ross Chastain and would you buy Kyle Bush minus one twenty over Ross?
1: Um Ross has been really, really good here, even going back to when his ride when he was in bad rides. For me, it's a question. Ross has actually done a pretty good job taking care of his car. And you're right. Kyle's it. He hasn't had a lot of thirties from getting the car hurt. So I would probably stay away. But I, I mean, Chesty worries. me. Chastain was fast last week. Um, it was weird. Like he was, his practice times were good on real long runs out to the 20 and 25 lap stuff in race. It felt like he was never close, but he ends up 50 has kept, kept in there. Um, you know, I I I would say what well, that's not one that super excites me. Give me though at a similar metric, give me Kyle minus one twenty five or whatever over any of those Fords.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I've Give me
1: that matchup. I'll take all of those. I'll take I'm them over cu- any of those four Fords.
0: I'm curious if the books are going to expand the matchups this week because, like we talked about earlier, just a lot of teammates, a lot of like manufacturers. I would love a Kyle Bush versus Ford. I know that they're. Is a Logano versus Ross. I think there's a Bubba versus Ross. Do either of those, you know, move the needle at all?
1: Um uh, I mean I you, you go, could even I take would, Ross. I would, go, I, I would go Bubba Bubba over Ross So That feels just just again by feeling my head. Um no I'm, I'm reopening Superbook right here just to see whatever's whatever else is out there from that part of the field. And as you're right, they just haven't really populated it. It's, it's Ford Ford on Ford violence. Um, but as you know, what what will happen is Bet us will throw out a bunch of ones in a formula um later in the week and that'll be when you when you spike. the one of my best wins from last week and again I, this is only up for maybe a day and a half of bet us um Gilland plus 125 over Newman
0: yeah oh yeah
1: dumbest thing ever piled into that but that that was like again sitting out there bet us will open them and again this built into my formula and you'll get some winners that way
0: Dude, the the I love when the books, the the locals and the offshores throw in the fifty one and the seventy seven verse, you know, right? Back to or, or back we're, we're in
1: The the classic, which car is he in? You know, thing like do we do we know which one is he? He's in. Um, you know it happens all the time with trucks uh, as well. I remember a couple of years ago, when Infinger spent half the season in that crappy nine truck, which is from West Virginia. I know the I know the the owner's dad, but like the books never figured it out. So all year you were getting these incredibly off, you know off-peak lines on infinger good and mm-hmm. bad and you just play them all year
0: absolutely one of my favorite things to do is the the low tier matchups man scott it's it just gets me going dude that shit where, you to know, talk about moving where we the have needle. an information
1: gap over those guys
0: yeah period certainly and the fact that they still continuously drop them it's just mind-boggling to me <laughs> uh well I was gonna throw it to Rory but uh, he seems to have uh, found better things to do I don't I know what he's walk. doing but I <laughs> yeah. see a shadow yeah. <laughs> why why don't we uh why don't we just jump into grid rival we'll, we'll talk about the matchups and then we'll get out of here and uh when when Rory comes back we'll we'll have him uh you know give out his his shitbox for cup because of course this is how it goes Rob I when he listens back to this he'll listen to me say this and he's gonna be like well Mark you're so right. I ask him what his cup shitbox is, and he gives me fucking Riley Herbst 40 to 1 outright. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? I wasn't expecting
1: that. Again, I was expecting a, a Hamrick or a Creed. I just I just don't know when Herbst is going to He's gonna win one at some point. It's going to be super speedway or something, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know about this one.
0: So. Yeah, me, me, and, me and Roars, are, we get on Riley Herbs at the worst times, and... It's, it's just, he's, we bet on him. He's a top three car and then he's fucking, he blows a tire, hits the wall, dumb shit, whatever. Welcome back. How we doing? Did you take a nice <clears throat> trip there, buddy?
2: I don't know what the hell.
0: Do you have was. a cup shit box for us?
2: Um, <laughs>
0: wait, let me scroll the board
2: real quick. <laughs> I was, I was going to pull one out, but I, I got to go with William Byron top five plus one twenty five i don't hate Ooh, it where'd the plus 125 yeah, come from I don't i'm seeing 110 bet 365
0: god that place is on fire dude yeah I wow mean, yeah it is when i
2: when i look at somebody that has just got the best pit crew in the garage yep he doesn't make a whole lot of mistakes and you know they're gonna show up with a fast ass race car here which pit box what's his pick this
1: week or where is he going to be
0: no clue. You're asking the okay. wrong duo. <laughs> no, here.
1: no. I'm just again we're overanalyzing, but again the, the value of uh, of that for for him and Austin Hills, but obviously huge this year. Well, Worm talked about it. Byron I finds a way number- to
0: get that pit box that matters and gains yep. fucking four spots every yep. every pit stop on four tires and fuel. It's crew it's chief. Talkers.
2: Crew yeah? chief. Oh, uh, Fugle. I mean, Rudy Fugle. Fugle's nasty. He's awesome.
0: He ain't as nasty as your boy Rodney.
2: <laughs> or or
0: you kind of talk like him,
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little bit, all right I mean like yeah. I mean, it, 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 I, it, mean, for... I yeah. don't know, I'm just trying to find a guy that you're not gonna see plus one twenty five on when he sets in the top four this week. It's not gonna be there.
0: No, William Byron could go out and practice and qualify a top three, top five, have great long run speed. and pre- well, I, say I mean, long he run sat speed, on the pole here in the possible. spring,
2: right? Didn't he no settle on idea. the pole and Larson was outside? I yep. know the Kansas would, uh, one
0: was during the 24 and the fives incredible speed early in the season. Yeah, By-
1: Byron pole, Larson two, Byron finished third after a dumb penalty.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Okay, I like plus one twenty five for a top. Yeah, that's five. good.
1: That's better than what I had seen was one ten over on uh, over on Bet Rivers. So that's your best buy. Again, multiply this. That's that's like an outright of eight seventy five. I think we'd buy him at eight seventy five, wouldn't we?
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I would. Hey. I, I I think I'd buy him at eight eight and a half for sure. I think I I do see a seven fifty. There is a Byron seven and a half on DraftKings. That's the best line currently that I can find. Um, I'm only looking across five or six books though, so. Uh, all right, let's go Grid Rival. Rob, are you familiar with Grid Rival at all?
1: Uh, you sent me a screen a screen cap, I think, of uh, all these matchups, right? Yes, sir. Okay, just say them out loud because I don't have it in front of me, but I had opinions on them when I saw it the first time. So.
0: Yep, certainly. So uh, Grid Rival is just a season-long deal. You pick matchup. You pick five matchups. Uh, they make the matchups. You pick one every race, or you pick five Five. race. And... Um, the winner walks away with twenty thousand. so we are now out of the winners we would essentially need to sweep every week and we would need to, like the top 30 guys to take a shit. so right we're for shits and gigs at this point but it is good talking points and it allows us to talk about 10 drivers um and some guys that we probably wouldn't have talked about now a lot of the guys on this list we have talked about tonight um, and some of them are matched up against each other. So let's get into it. First matchup is Denny Hamlin versus Kyle Larson. Of course, they had to put the two guys together that wrecked each other for the win at Kansas one. I I said this last week. I don't remember what the matchup was. It was probably like True X and Hamlin or True X and Larson, or it was, maybe it was Hamlin and Larson. I don't know. No, maybe, anyway. I, I just I'm just kind of numb to it. Like I, I I don't have an opinion either way. Like Hamlin his average finish here the last three races is bonkers and Kyle Larson is one of the best mile and a half racers that we have and he even said it on the radio this week that my racing mile and a half is his favorite thing to do and his most self confidence mm-hmm. is best track confidence wise our mile and a half you know Kansas is a track that allows for you know, a couple grooves I don't want to say we're going to the wall we might go to the wall um High and happy. That is Larson. So, I guess for that matter, I'm gonna go Larson here. But once again, I am so numb to this matchup. I'm coin flipping here. But uh, my final answer is Kyle Larson. Rob, what you got? Yeah,
1: Ditto. I got go with Larson on this one again. Hamlin's has been so good the last couple of weeks. uh I think. I think it runs out now. um The Toyotas again are. are, are I think it's just generally too expensive as a make. I think Larson and Byron are, are good enough to be in this
2: mix. So yeah, Larson.
0: Okay. Roars. Do I even <coughs> ask?
2: I'm not arguing. (laughs) I mean, Kyle Larson had probably a worse car than Denny Hamlin had in the spring and still made it a race winning car up Mm -hmm. until Hamlin figured out he could not pass him on the inside and then just decided to take him out.
0: Okay, I don't know about all that. <laughs> he pumped him.
2: What the fuck else, Steve? Mean?
0: I mean, I did not think he took him out, but we don't, we're not getting into this. We're not. We already had that discussion yeah. post Kansas one.
2: Fuck you in your Denny Hamlin love.
0: <laughs> I cashed a bet. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs>
2: uh, you were all right. right that time. Well, like I was lucky I you that you time because it could have been. Dar- told you earlier this year at Darlington who was winning that expendity race. Dennis. Larson, you took, oh, name you're talking about Darlington
0: one, yeah, eat yeah, shit. Yeah. All right, uh, matchup number two: Bubba Wallace and Kevin Harvick. And Rob, another aspect to this is since there's no juice here, it's just straight up, and we got to make some ground up. There oh, we is, need to make
1: some, make some picks that are not, yeah, they're Essentially,
0: so we have yeah. to think in the back of our heads. Okay, our you know Kevin Harvick's a crowd favorite. Everybody's yeah, gonna,
1: chalk is chalk is Bubba so
0: but you would th- so in our world the chalk is Bubba absolutely 100 percent. but there's a the
1: public world
0: yeah I I just as a fan I think that people are still like wow look what Kevin Harvick did at Kansas between 2018 and 2020 and they're like wow Kevin Harvick is the guy I just I don't know I I'm I'm leading Bubba here I'm taking Bubba here I I don't I, I'm not gonna put Kevin Harvick being a top 5 car past him, but I think the ceiling on Bubba to continue the speed that they've had, that Toyotas had, that 2311 has had is much greater than the chance that Harvick has at in car. a bottle this week. I yeah,
1: know
0: yeah, yes. I'm, I'm fine with that, Bubba, yes. Yep. Roars. Uh, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> God, I mean, fucking give me some give me a mixture between like you and Rob, somewhere in between.
2: Well, I mean, <clears throat> I think I know who's going to show up with a fast race car, and then I know who is capable of, if everything goes right all race long, we don't have no asshole causing a caution, fucking our race went up. I mean, he was the best car. He was coming. He that car was it It was just like Nashville without the blown tire. You just got Reddick brake-checking everybody in front of Newman. Fucking Newman, out of all people.
0: Yeah, I I was unable to watch the race, so I have no opinion on that. also lost a bunch of money, so there's that, too.
2: I thought you had Larson.
0: No, I did not have Larson. No, I, no, I wish I had Larson, but I did not. You didn't uh,
2: take him when I put him out live. In the Discord.
0: Dude, I was eating shame fucking sushi you. at a Say place that I spent shame. way too much money at. And I was trying to watch the race on my phone. I didn't see a fucking Discord or tweet or anything.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: don't I was drinking sake. It's not sake. It's sake.
2: Sake. sake.
0: in fucking New York City, which I don't ever care to go back. Sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, I have no, no interest in that. Did that yeah. a while back.
0: No. Um, all right, next matchup. Yeah. Two Toyota. I've never been do you not, do going, not don't, yeah, yeah don't man. worry about it. it stinks there's trash everywhere the people are fucking nuts and uh the coolest thing we did was the u.s open but we'll talk about that later um tyler red dog reddick versus christopher bell it's a toughen it's a toughin i i once again i'm i'm gonna lead reddick here because of my outright ticket and i understand that that is no leg to stand on um I I just, I like what 2311 has done. and it's, I like Redick. It's
1: recent. It's recent Reddick Heat versus Bell being a little better here at this track longer term. I'm fine with Reddick.
0: Bell. I mean, if, if we, okay, I'm going to come back to you, Roy. Rob, if this matchup was minus 125, minus 105 in the favor of Reddick, would you like Bell better?
1: Yeah, I would. That's yeah. too expensive. Okay. There's only like, yeah, 10% gap in the real sure. lines, their outright lines. So, yeah. Yeah, I just again, I, I like I like them both, and I'll probably play them both in uh, top fives at, at one forty five and one fifty that are being offered in mm-hmm. my real life. So I like them both. Um, you know, I just think Reddick's again, again recency bias.
0: All right, uh, Rory, I'm down to switch the entry pick to Bell. I just need some sort of explanation on why.
2: This is just all about. I think Bell's going to have a rebound week had a fast car at Darlington and I think they get their shit together this week and he's top
0: 3. Also, near dare I, dare I bring up again, number one average speed ranking at the last 3 Kansas races. Christopher fucking Bell.
2: Mm. 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 All right. All right. Going, Bell. Roars, we're going to give I you think this one. Reddick, the entry I think picks going to be Bell. This is all about who I think The public is going to be owning this, and it might be worth fading. It's probably with somebody that I know can fucking get it done if they just quit doing dumb shit. Mm
0: -hmm. That's fair. I'm I'm okay with our entry containing Christopher Bell. That's that's that's. I like
2: Christopher Bell on a higher tire worth track. Yep, I think.
0: And Kansas is getting a little weird too, boys. Kansas is getting a little (laughs) bit. They're getting a little bit. It's getting a little little juice to it. Kansas is. Um. All right. Fourth matchup. Two more to go. We have probably the most lopsided one that we're going to see w- between tickets and my thoughts, and that's Chris Busher versus Kyle Busch. Um, maybe people, you know, the public, they're going to say, well, look what Chris Busher's done the last five weeks, six weeks. Um, I just I'm not buying it. I faded the shit out of him at Darlington last week. Obviously, it didn't work out and uh, i'm I'm going back to the same well I'm fading him again. I'm taking Kyle bush uh over Chris busher,
1: yeah, Kyle Bush with the with the voters is probably not super popular right now. That feels like a better buy, regardless.
2: I like Kyle Bush here, yep, definitely just fading forward until we see something yeah, uh,
0: I really liked Blaney top ten fuck
2: <laughs> you fuck
0: uh. Sorry, I was just thinking about all of my Ford bet. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, just Kyle Busch, uh, we talked about him earlier. You know, is he going to have the top five car or is he going to have the Austin Dillon car that makes Austin Dillon look like dog shit because he runs 25th. He's just
1: the one good car that we're not talking about. No one's talking about. Nobody seems to have any strong opinion. No one's bringing him to the the dance this week.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And if you exclude his speed ranking last year at Kansas 2, which was 23rd, if you just impute like a 10th or a 12th there, mm-hmm. instead of being 11th in average speed, he's probably 6th or 7th in average speed. Yep. So, um, I, you know, Kyle, it's just it's just tough. It's just you flip a coin. Which car are we going to get? Which Kyle Busch are we going to get? Which RCR car are we going to get? So, um, All right, Kyle Busch is our entry. Uh, fifth and final matchup. Is Ross Chastain versus Joey Logano, and I I'm down to fade Chastain, just not with a Ford and not with Joey Logano. Like I'd be down to fade him with Kyle Busch, I'd be down to fade him with Bubba, I'd be down to fade him. I guess maybe with Blaney because I like Blaney more than Logano this weekend. Um, But but again,
1: it's just a huge difference in their outright line. I mean, you know, wherever Chastain is compared to all these Fords being two thousand or higher. And look at the spring again; it's looking nice. uh, Nice chart. Total speed ranking: Chastain seven, Green Flag speed
2: nine, finish five, and Logano's you know ten spots behind that. I like Literally. Joey Logano though, like better than Blaney because of crew chief, driver, and high tower. wear. Yeah, and and and
1: again, if if we were getting plus money, I was that's the problem here. We're not getting plus anything for this. Mm-hmm. I would I would agree with you on that. But we so- don't have option yeah
0: logano is 16th in zach's model and ross is seventh so and that basically
1: here's... matches the, the the spring modeling with the total speed ranking green flag speed blah 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 about a 10 mm-hmm. 10 position difference in almost every measure
0: okay this is right.
1: this is playoff joey yeah you might be paying attention now that's fine i've been <laughs> hoping that would happen
0: yeah Joey. Yeah, be
1: nice
2: it would be nice
0: all right, boys. Well that's about all I got on the docket tonight. Um Rory, you got anything before I ask Rob uh the final question of the night? I'm good. All right, buddy. Well, Rob, I appreciate you coming on, dude. You probably said more words tonight than Rory has said in all 51 of our podcasts combined. I am uh,
1: here to wreck the closed captioning guy or gal. That's what I do. <laughs> oh, no, that was great.
0: I really appreciate you coming on. It's a great change of pace and a, a great smart mind. And it's amazing that you really just started diving into this only a few short years ago. Obviously, you have an, a, a great understanding of the sport of NASCAR. Um but it's it's a truly is amazing all these different things that you you've pulled together in the in the last few years. So thanks for coming on and uh, give give one last little spiel about where people can find you and and what you do on a weekly basis.
1: Well, one, I was a member of the Dick Trickle fan club in 1995 when his daughter Darlene was still handling the fan club. So like this was fun for me back I then. Mean, obviously, weren't <laughs> you weren't betting on it in the 90s. Uh, yeah, uh, Rob C W V on Twitter. still up the t shirt. Rob C W V on Twitter uh, with the F T A guys. Follow the action for the Godfather and the gang. Follow the FTA channel on YouTube, and uh, we'll probably be doing a a lot more, a little bigger stuff next year, but uh, just trying to get the word out, meet the public, and uh, see how we can help you guys and other betters and everyone else. Appreciate it.
0: Let's do it,
2: baby. Beer don't, Roars.